you may notice that I don't have my as someone accused me of having clamps and glasses so I had to quit wearing them <laughs> all you Clemson fans must go oh why'd you do that all you South Carolina fans must go yes you remember my little orange looking glasses well they fell apart <laughs> I know which I hate really because every time I'd go anywhere like a, at a checkout somewhere a restaurant always some little young cute girl would go oh I really like those those are cool glasses and I would go home and tell my wife and she's like rolling her eyes and stuff so she's really happy they fell apart <laughs> all right come on let's get with it today what's that y'all all what y'all do drink too much over the holidays what happened y'all said uh, I know you're tired you need a vacation for your vacation right I know all right prayer cards if you have a prayer request if you'll raise your hand we'll get you a prayer card for a prayer team and for a share one announcement the wonderful wednesdays resume july the 16th with our wild wonderful wednesday that's not this wednesday that's the next wednesday and will you help join the children of the church who's, who are collecting school supplies for the Greer Community Ministries? The collection bins from Vacation Bible School remain in the Family Life Center hallway for July. Okay. All right. Any other announcements we need to make? Did everybody get a copy of the bulletin announcement sheet that was being handed out? So you'll have this to take home with you. You'll have all the announcements. All right. Great. All right. Okay. Will you stand and sing Heart of Worship with us, please? simply come longing just to bring something that's a word that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself it's not what you have required search much deeper within through the way things appear you're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry
Would you bow your heads with me? Gracious God, help us to come to the heart of worship. Be with us this morning and let us praise and worship you and melt away any distractions that come to mind. Help us to focus solely on you, not just this morning during this hour, but help us to carry you through in our day-to-day -day lives so that we can make everything truly all about you. In your gracious name we pray. Amen. Children, would you come forward and turn and greet your neighbor and say good morning. everybody good let me slide in here it is a brick let me we don't no, no, hold it yet hold on just a second that's my prop okay let me read a Bible verse and then we'll talk about what I brought the Bible verse this morning that I want to share with you is from Matthew chapter 11 and it's verses 28 through 30 and it says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, as y'all see, I brought a brick with me this morning. This side looks like wood. It looks like what? This side and this part and this part looks like wood. Yeah, well, this is actually a brick. And the brown stuff looks like bugs. It, well, there, there could be bugs on it. It was from outside, but hopefully not. Um, how much do you think the brick weighs? Is it, is it really heavy? Yeah. It is? Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. All bricks weigh different. This is kind of a long brick. Um, and a lot of bricks weigh like around five pounds. So that's not really heavy. My dad has, um, I mean, um, my grandfather's and grandma's um, house, the village, um, they have like this kind of blow up thing to blow up the big slide that it, it there goes water on it and um, there's a pool to go with it and you have to blow and that thing blows it up and okay. it, it weighs like that much. Really? Okay, well... If this brick was to weigh about five pounds, most of you could probably pick it up maybe one time, and it wouldn't be too bad. But what if I made you hold it out like this? Would that be bad? No. It wouldn't be bad? What if I made you do that all day long? Yeah. There's no way we could do it all day long, right? Because once we hold this, and the longer we hold it, what happens? The heavier it gets. That's right, Kevin. The heavier it gets. Well, the same thing is true about burdens that we carry around. Do you know what burdens are? Some burdens that you may have in your life and not realize that's what we're talking about is maybe if you're having trouble at school or if something's not going right at home or maybe you're sick or maybe you're feeling badly about something that you've done to a friend. Those are different burdens that we carry around with us. Hold on just a second. 
So that's a pretty heavy load to carry by yourself if those things are going on, right? Does that make sense? Okay. Well, the good news is we don't have to carry those alone. What am I talking about? Who helps us with those things that are bothering us? Who? God. That's right. In the Bible scripture that I read this morning, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Then Jesus went on to say, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is our helper. And sometimes we just need to go to him and tell him what our burdens are, what's bothering us, and he helps us carry them. That's all we have to do is talk to him and ask him for his help. And there's a song, uh, an old song, that is helpful in re reminding us that when our load is too heavy, God can help us. And the words are, I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, I cannot bear my burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. So I think that's good for us to all remember. So let's say a prayer together to remind us of that, okay? Will you repeat after me? Dear Father, sometimes our burdens are more than we can bear. Help us to remember that Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary, and burdened and I will give you rest in his name we pray amen thank you Let us bow our heads for a prayer. O oh Lord, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. O oh Lord, you have shown us compassion and mercy. And hear us now as we come before you with songs of praise and thanksgiving. Hear us now as we come to confess our many sins and to ask humbly for our petitions to be answered. We know, O oh Lord, that you have given us the example of how to lead a life. And we know you've demonstrated your grace to us. And yet, despite this, we struggle with our old ways and we carry our burdens. Good Lord, deliver us from this body of death and grant us your mercy. Forgive us again this day. And help us to have a new, fresh spirit. Help us to know that you are with us and that you will help us carry our burdens and make them light. We know this day of people, uh, some that we have named with our prayer list, others we name in our hearts now, who are weary and weak and heavy laden with the weight of illness that destroys the body and attacks the mind and burdens the soul. 
in their weariness help them to answer the invitation of Jesus to come and receive his rest and his peace. And we especially pray this day for healing for Christy. Hear us in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray with these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The scripture lesson today, uh, you just heard Katie read it. Let's read it again. Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 28. These are Jesus' words. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for the opportunity to be in worship. We thank you for your spirit that is with us now. May it guide us and direct us and teach us. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, I read of a story of a, of a lady who came, became angry at her pastor. She said, I called you all morning and you weren't there. And the minister said, well, I'm sorry, but I missed you, but that, I happened to be off that morning. She said, you were off? <laughs> she said, I'll have you know that the devil never takes a day off. And the minister replied, you're absolutely right. And I suppose that if I did the same thing, I'd become just like the devil. <laughs> Friends, sometimes we confuse being busy with our work for God. And we forget that Jesus said, come and rest. In fact, once there was a great revival that was taking place and people were coming from far and near and Jesus and his disciples did not even have time to eat, much less rest. But in the scripture it says that Jesus stopped the revival and told his disciples, come away with me. We're going to a quiet place to get some rest. You see, Jesus considers our health and our well-being very important. And Jesus himself was smart enough to realize that even he needed to take time to refresh his batteries and to rest. And if we want to have peace of mind, if we want to have true rest, we have got to be willing to let something go or something wait or learn to do with something learn to do without something altogether if we desire true rest we can't come to the first thing that might look like a solution to our burdens the Bible tells us 
We're to fix our eyes upon Jesus. And if we fix our eyes upon Jesus and put away the sin that clings to us and anything else that would keep us from looking and focusing on Jesus, then we will live an abundant life. Jesus says you will have rest. And if you are weary and you're burdened, the place to solve that problem is with me. Now I think it's important to notice that Jesus doesn't put any limits on this. He doesn't put any limits on who can come. He doesn't put any limits on what kind of burdens it is you might have. Jesus simply says, I will give. Uh, notice that he not, doesn't say, I might give, or I'll probably give, or I'll think about it. Jesus is clear. He couldn't have been more definite. He says, I will give. I will give you rest. What Jesus is offering in this passage to us is more than just what we think of as a good night's sleep, as important as that is. He's offering us a refreshment for our soul, our very inner being, and peace for our mind. And along with those things come strength for the body. This is the abundant life that Jesus spoke about that was available to his followers. And this abundant life is not found in the many things that we think it is. It's not found in being popular, for example. Or it's not found in hoarding things or having things. Or it's not found in trying to reverse uh, our age uh, and act a fool. It's certainly not found in any sin that the devil might send our way. But if we keep ourselves focused on Jesus, God will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are stayed on Him, the prophet Isaiah told us. And the psalmist put it this way, Great peace have those who love your law, O God. Now it's also important for us to realize that Jesus didn't say, I'll sell you some rest. Or that we can just buy some rest. But oftentimes we think that to refresh our spirits, we just have to have that particular car or that dress or that house or that ring or that boyfriend or that girlfriend or that raise or that special vacation. If we just had that, then our souls would be refreshed, would really be happy. But you know what I have found out through the years? And you have to remember, folks, I don't come from an ivory tower existence. I'm not one of the young men who in high school knew what he wanted to do and went off to college and seminary and it was, has always been in the ivory tower of the church. I went off into the world. I went off into business and marketing for 20 years. I had a six-figure income when I followed my call into the ministry 20 years ago. I'll tell you what I found out is going after all those things I found out I was still the same old person, nothing really changed, and nothing was refreshed. So it's important for you to realize that the only one thing you really should chase after is the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're thirsty, the Lord says, if you'll come, He'll give you drink. If you're hungry, the Lord says, come and I'll give you milk and wine without cost and without money. In other words, God is telling us He will provide those things we need to refresh our spirits and our soul.
You know, God delights in doing good things for His people. This is a basic tenet of the Scripture. If you just think back to the beginning, to the creation, God didn't put Adam and Eve in a desert and say, if you don't make me mad, I'll give you something better. No, He put them in a garden where they had everything they needed and then some. You see, God has what you need waiting and ready to give you. But we must be willing to come to Jesus to receive it. Part of the secret is to begin to get our priorities in life in order. And we all say this, we all say we're going to spend more time with God. But do we really try to? All too often we choose to hang on to a thousand and one busy activities rather than drop any of them to try and squeeze Jesus in somewhere. And what happens is, if we do go on vacation, we do the same thing to the point where we come home and we say, I need a vacation for my vacation. We never really took time to relax and refresh ourselves in the Spirit of God. And it's important that we take the time to do that. And when we come to Jesus, Jesus says to us, if you come to me, I, you can take my yoke. Now, a yoke was used to steer or guide an animal. For us, our yoke is determined either by Christ or by Satan. Now, sometimes we do not want to voluntarily take the yoke of Jesus. We, we would prefer that Jesus would just grab us and tie us down and force it around us like some steer in a rodeo. But you see, force service is Satan's method. That's not the Lord's. When Satan forces you in his service, he addicts you to something. And he forces you to follow him. Jesus is not going to force his yoke on us. He is not going to make us do right. He is not going to force us to refresh our spirits. And that's something we need to remember too. That the only way we will have Jesus' lighter yoke, which steers us in the right ways, is love for Him. The only thing that will keep it on us is love for Him. And the only way for us to be glad to be steered in the proper way is to have love for our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said it like this, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Jesus says clearly in this scripture, Take my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And when we give Jesus the chance, we will quickly discover that Jesus will be gentle with us as he lightens our burdens. And we will find, as he says, rest for our souls, our inner being, our inner spirits, which is true rest. And when we trust God to let go of some things in our lives, there's no telling what He can do with us, for us, and through us. Now I know a lot of people don't like to hear the words of Jesus. That's pretty obvious in the world today. And that's because they have this thinking that being a Christian is either too hard or we're all hypocrites. When they think it's too hard, they say, look at all the things I've got to give up. But people who talk like this 
who say there's too many rules to follow and the Christians themselves don't follow them half the time so they're hypocrites. But when people talk like this, they're under the delusion that this is all there is. They're under delusion that once you die, that's it. To understand the message that Jesus gives to us, you must view life from the perspective of eternity. God may ask us to accept less in this life so that we might receive more in the next. Look at Christ's offer to take your burden and to give you a yoke that's easy in a different way. Look at it this way. What if there was no rules? We talked about this a little bit in one of my sermons recently. But the question then came back to me this way. What law have we received from God that was not ultimately for our own good? Now think about that. Think about an era in your life that you wish was not a problem. Think about areas in other people's lives or your own life that's a sin. And you really wish it wasn't a sin, right? Wouldn't the world be better off if God said, okay, that's no longer a sin? Everyone go ahead and do it. Let's suppose you're on the committee to scale back the Ten Commandments to five. Which one you think we should get rid of to make our lives better? Would it make our lives better if we got rid of the commandment, do not kill? How about do not commit adultery? Or do not steal? Who would praise God if He just said, these things are now okay to do, go do them? No one, of course. Friends, that's not the answer. Those things are part of the light yoke of Christ to steer us in the right way. Troubles are going to come. Life is going to have its problems. The devil will attempt to throw more at you than you're ever able to bear. And when the rains of life pour in on us, that is not the time to be searching for dry land. It's so much better to already be on a solid foundation. Because chances are when you're settling and looking and searching to get out of those rains of life, you will probably settle for the first thing that comes along that looks attractive. And more than likely that will have come from the devil. It's much better to have Jesus walk with us than for us to try to walk it alone. That's why we must always put the heart of worship. I'm so glad you sang that song this morning. The worship of the Lord. The prayers that you make. Your presence at the table. All these things are ways that the Lord strengthens you and helps you and brings you to that place of perfect rest in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Let us stand and affirm our faith. Then we'll have our offering and then we'll do our communion. Let us join together with our voices. We are not alone.
We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus the Word made flesh to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope in life and death and life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated and let our ushers come and receive our offering. Feel free to sing along with us if this is one you know. When I cannot feel, when my wounds won't heal, Lord, I humbly kneel, hidden in you. Lord, you are my
remind you that the table is open to all. You do not have to be a member of this congregation to come. Also, the we will be using intinction, but you have a piece of bread to dip in the cup. Right here is the gluten-free wafers if you need those. I refer you to the invitation. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray uh, prayers of intercession and confession. Let us pray. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to our Lord, to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy are you. And blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection. You, O God, gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, he gave thanks to you. He broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and he said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ 
Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by His blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at His heavenly banquet. Through your Son Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit in your holy church all honor and glory is yours Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. This is the bread of heaven, the body of Christ. This is the cup of salvation, the blood of Christ. And those who assist me, they'll come forward. And let them receive. The body of Christ. It's the body of Christ. It's the body of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. The table is open. You're welcome to come.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your Spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Will you stand and sing Take to the World, please?
Good job. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit, may they always be yours. Amen.